0: Part two. This is Fabulous. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Shannon Payne. And
1: we're super glad you're here. We're really glad that you guys are back with us. This is a really fun episode this time. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited that we get to talk about two just
0: really fun, awesome guys who were yeah. running around just living their lives. When I, I, you kind of think that you're starting out looking at someone's writer. I'm just going to see their shopping list, but it kind of evolved into learning more about these people. They became which human, really... which is odd because yes. I think
1: you think about writers and it should make them seem more inhuman. Like they get to ask for all these crazy things. Right. Guys, they're not that crazy.
0: They're not that crazy. But also I was thinking, um, probably don't need that much of our sympathy. They're doing fine. Is, they're doing <laughs> way better. <laughs> <laughs> so um let's get into our stories. I'm excited. We'll start with you. Yeah. Sounds
1: great. Okay. I'm going to talk about Jimmy Buffett for a little bit because when we talked about talking about celebrity writers, my brain instantly went to who would have the biggest party. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you, I thought it was going to be Jimmy Buffett. I love Jimmy Buffett. He is just like, he is a party in my brain. Right. I was kind of shocked. It is not as much of a party as I thought it was going to be. He's chill. He is pretty damn chill. (laughs) So... He like to start out with. So I couldn't find I found a like a writer from 2001 from his a, a some tour he did in 2001. And I couldn't find the whole thing. It kind of started halfway through the copy that I found. But where it started at is his transportation. And I love it because here's here's the range. He either gets five limousines, <laughs> but if those aren't available, he gets four 15 passenger vans that just are not marked. Like the car that picks up the kids that go to daycare after school. Yep. <laughs> On the one hand, if it's available, he's like driving in style in these limousines. But if not, like we're not going in between, it's four fifteen passenger vans. <laughs> which is just the gap in that is just mm-hmm. beautiful. and I love it. I don't know where you find a
0: fleet of either of those. I really I think the limousines would be easier to find, right? I would guess. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he has a hookup with a bunch of other after school programs that could work. <laughs> I kind of hope not. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett in the youth
1: impact van. <laughs> Him and the coral reefers just going around. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So and then what it goes into is it talks about, um, like how many rooms he wanted. So he had a total of, I should know what numbers correlate with, letters because it's a through h is how he classified them um so he had room a which was for like band hospitality thank you (laughs) because i could not count it out of my brain room b was jimmy buffett so that was his room he had room c for the male coral reefers and then another room for the female coral reefers okay which cool he had a wardrobe he had his personal manager suite he had an accounting room and then he had a room for all the crew so no party room no, like let's go make a margarita
0: room, like no Margaritaville room. How is there no like? Because I feel like in most states, maybe you can't make margaritas on your bus. Maybe. It's a vehicle. But like, but
1: like, so these are like She's actual rooms somewhere. at the vent, like at the place. So they're out of the,
0: they're out of the bus now. I thought he would be asking for blenders. Same. Um, Kanye West had what do you call it? like a like an icy machine? See, I want And one of them was like a. What were they? Kim Kardashian talked about it, uh, like a Jack and Coke. Okay, and I forget the other one, but like, like a like a slushy of that. I that's what I expected from right. Like that's what <laughs> a margarita I was slushy machine is what I was hoping to say. So
1: I did not. At least in two thousand one, I did not read anything about that. <laughs> not at all. Um, <laughs> but at the time, he was actually being sponsored by Corona. Oh. So he got 30 cases of Corona for each show that he played, which out of that, how many would you think were going in his room? I don't know. Um, 15. One. One. One case of like the Coronitas, like the small thing. Well, I guess he has to keep his shit together to perform. He probably does. I was just so surprised. I yeah. thought there was going to be more like, so he did have like, a. F- he had, I can't remember how many, but like, I think 15 reserved for the act. Not 15. It was like five I way exaggerated there it was like five cases to go put out on the stage with them as they played oh cool so he had that but only one in his room and that was the only alcohol in his room so he only had the one case of cornitas he had a case of water and then just solo cups just solo cups just solo cups simple guy and then he had protein bars because you know yeah.
0: yeah, you gotta you gotta keep your blood sugar you gotta keep sugar your blood in sugar. check for for our performance. uh Beyonce only has Pepsi products because she works she works with Pepsi. Oh, that makes sense though. Yeah, I could see that. She also has the dressing room that is usually used for like the whole basketball team because she has her? that many people go with her, and like a baked chicken. In my mind, it's a rotisserie chicken. It's just like a this. like a heavily or well seasoned baked chicken.
1: I love this. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I love... Okay, so Jimmy might not be a party man, but so for every single show that he did, the way that he outlined that he wanted the meal for everyone to be was like this like at-home, home-cooked meal.
0: Oh, they so all have
1: like, dinner together? They all have dinner together. He's like, I want a table set for 60, and we were all sitting down and enjoying a home-cooked meal. So he wanted homemade soup. He wanted like Jimmy. Meat or chicken, salad, rolls with butter. My favorite, he said he wanted a dessert, a chocolate something. <laughs> He's not picky.
0: He's just like, give me chocolate. Oh, I'll, I'll leave it up for interpretation. The chocolate, you know, what? Texas sheet cake. Oh, that's the thing that I feel like goes with that meal. I think that does go with that. That's meal. a good one. It's one of the only Texas things that I've, you know, really gotten into. That's yeah. Texas sheet cake. That's good shit. And then his
1: last thing that he requested for every meal was frozen Snickers bars. Oh. Which sounds really good. I've never thought about freezing his Snickers bars at all, but... I feel like that's going to give him TMJ. Maybe.
0: But it also sounds great. My mom would put uh, Three Musketeers in the freezer.
1: Oh, say I've put them in the fridge. I like cold, cold, but I also have very sensitive teeth. So the idea Can't of anything be being cold. frozen is not pleasant. mm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: But I just love that. He wanted a home cooked meal for his entire
0: That's cast. really lovely. Really is, lovely of him. That's really nice. Is.
1: Also, my favorite thing, he this spoke to my like soul, heart, brain, everything. He required that every show had to start on time. <laughs> you could not be late starting the show. This is what makes us
0: fundamentally opposite. <laughs> because I don't know if it's physically possible for me. My life, it, like the motto that I should go by is give or take five minutes.
1: I need to be better about that because I it killed me that I got here today three minutes late. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'll still get really anxious about being late, uh-huh. but it's almost like I have no choice. Okay. And then I have that ADHD problem where uh, if you have an appointment at like 2.30... You can't do anything until 2.30. I have that problem as well. <laughs> Again, because I have to be on time. So I'm either 15 minutes early mm-hmm. or mm, pretty, pretty late. Pretty kinda late. Kind of late. Kinda late. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Those are the only options I have. <laughs> it's it's not great. I'm not proud. But, no. But I know who I am. But I, Well, and I'm not proud of me either
1: because there's times where it really doesn't matter if you're on time or not. But I will be rushing Brian out the door being like, it's time to go. <laughs> we have got
0: to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Button up your pants. <laughs>
1: Or I, I, sometimes I'm not even that forceful. I'm just uh, just it's passively really, aggressive it's pissed. It's this
0: time now. Um. <laughs> if you care about our friends, I guess you'd leave by now, but else? This is me and I'm terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this Jimmy gets me. Jimmy gets me on this one. I like specifications that are, um, because I think cool, ask for the things that you want that make you comfortable because you're going to do your work. But like things that are considered the people who paid to come see you,
1: also very cool. Because I also enjoy a show that starts on time. Mm -hmm. I do. It almost frustrates me when I go to concerts and it's 20 minutes after the start time
0: and we're still hanging out. Sometimes I get worried. Uh Uh-huh. And um, that's probably just irrational, weird Signals well, from my uterus, but like I start to feel like, oh my gosh, is somebody hurt? Did somebody? Right?
1: <laughs> okay, I don't, I'm I'm even more selfish than that. Sometimes, sometimes I sit here and go, well, um, I have to go to bed. So, <laughs> if we could get started priorities everyone my job is in the daytime unfortunately and every concert i go to is on a wednesday for some reason is so, hard. so i obsess
0: about like if it's 20 minutes later it means that's another 20 minutes that i don't get to go to sleep i'm still struggling book clubs on thursday nights and i'm like well i guess i can't do anything hard on friday That's <laughs> that's a real thing for me and i'm probably always going to be the one who leaves first because jim at Four o'clock in the morning. Oh, that Gross. gym.
1: is the worst.
0: I um, don't know who was in charge of establishing the hours for working, but a lot of our friends who are in tech seem to work at a completely different time than the site I work at does. I work, yeah. I work at a solar evaporation mine, and um, it's a 24-hour business, mm-hmm. and our shift changes are at 7.30s. Okay. So um, everybody gets there at 7. Yeah. And a lot of people get there early. So I have a lot. Like, it's common for my coworkers to get to work at 6 a.m. Wow. Like, it's just, it's very normal for them. And I, it is so hard for me to understand. (laughs) And all the time they're like, why do you come so late? I'm like, it is not late. Eight o'clock is not not late. late. (laughs) It's really not. And I will die on this hill. I, like... So I understand because my favorite thing
1: about when I used to work at 6 o'clock in the morning meant that I got out of work at 2 o'clock in the afternoon.
0: But and for having what? that much time. But also, yes, for what? For me to go at home and sit on the couch. It's probably really handy for people who want to be home when their kids get home. Yeah. And some, like, little kids have early bedtimes or whatever. But I don't. And uh, the person I live with is going to get home at mm, 435. Right. 536. Depending yeah. on what hotel he's at. And... So why would I want to be home for four hours and then go to bed 20 minutes after he gets home? That. Like, like I love these people that I work with, um, but I do only work for money. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm not going to ruin my whole personal life to get paid <laughs> if I can avoid it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I say that in my new higher training class all the time because I talk about safety. That's the class that I teach. I'm part of the safety department. So I'm telling them, like... This is not your life. <laughs> like, we come to work to earn money to pay for our lives. Yeah, to pay that's the point. for the for our homes and to have fun and take care of the people we love. So if you get hurt here, you're missing the whole point. Exactly. Because then you can't take your money home and take care of your people and have a good life. That. And that's I, it's a solid belief of mine that I think it's cool when people get a lot of meaning from their work if they can. Mm-hmm. But mostly I want you to build a good round life. And not be controlled by the corporation that pays for it. (laughs) That's my dream. I guess I'm not a capitalist. Mm, I'm not either. (laughs) No. Oh man. Well, Um, he sounds um, like he's just gotten a little older. Is that not fair to say? I think that's fair to say. Well, and it's
1: just like, okay, he's like even this. So his maybe it's just his work life balance. Maybe he doesn't get
0: loaded at work. I don't know.
1: Maybe. I mean, even this, like, he's so chill. In his dressing room, all he wanted was a couch big enough and comfy enough to sleep on. So he's going to take a nap. He is just someone's dad. He is just someone's (laughs) dad. And and then he's like, I have to have the biggest bathroom. Of course, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Has to have the biggest bathroom. Has to have a large shower. And that was all he really asked for. Like, he had a table and some folding chairs and a lamp and, like, basic stuff. But he didn't ask for much. The only other thing that was required in every single room was some blue tortilla chips and homemade salsa. Oh, my
0: gosh. He's so cool. I love him. Oh, my God. Corona and chips and salsa. Corona
1: and chips and salsa.
0: That feels right. That feels so perfect. That feels like a valentine. It does. Wow.
1: Oh, cool, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. So that I mean, that was it. That was for 2001. Who knows if that
0: changed? I wonder. Across if people the years. like funny, like try to be silly and put a bunch of shakers of salt in all his rooms.
1: Oh, maybe. Searching for, <laughs> for my, my shaker
0: Salt. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I would love it. (laughs) I would love it. Um, I just thought of, I'll do as an intermission before we talk about the person that I picked to talk more about. um, A couple that I didn't write down, but I wanted to share with you. Okay. Um, Katy Perry has to have two, like, white or cream-colored egg chairs, one with a matching ottoman. Oh. And then a bunch of other things, whatever, somebody to cut my fruit and everything. No one is allowed to talk to her. What? Yeah. And I wonder if she has, like, extreme social anxiety or Maybe she's just like, it. I don't want to deal with it. I hope it's not everyone's not as good as me. I hope that that that's would not be a bummer to hear about. But um, they're not allowed to talk to her. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I thought
1: that was really funny. I would feel awkward if that were me. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, I also understand not wanting to be forced to have interactions because you're tired and you're busy and you're doing stuff. Yeah. But also
0: it would just be weird to not talk To people who are helping you out. Yeah, that's complicated Um, because there are people who are incredibly gracious about being famous. And then, but it's not necessarily, she doesn't necessarily owe people more of her time. right? And you don't get the, like we said before, you don't get the things you don't ask for. So asking for it and making that known makes it less awkward, I guess. So I
1: I can see that. I can
0: see it two different ways. One, um, people aren't cool enough for her. And two, she's doing her job and she just wants an environment that makes her feel safe and comfortable i hope it's that one me too and i'm assuming that um if it's that one and if somebody comes up and says oh hi excuse me like she's not gonna be awful about it right so um hold that one because uh kate perry's pretty cool yeah um and then share has an extra dressing room that's just for her wigs okay which is very share. Like I was that told. does feel share. I was into it. I was into it. And Madonna has um like a whole set of furniture that matches a room in her house uh-huh. that she has sent to every venue and they have to set it up like that room. I can see that having that comforting room that you always yeah. go to. And if you're a Madonna, you can afford to buy the earth. So you can mm-hmm. also afford to buy um, just to make furniture. the room you like yeah. move with you <laughs>
1: yes I wish I could do that on vacation like when I have to come back be to home my home and base. here yep. yeah
0: <laughs> I like that I like home a lot I do
1: too like I love <laughs> traveling but I also if I could just have one room that felt like home when I like am done at the end of the day
0: yeah amazing. then you know what I want to be able to make toast yes we've talked a lot about this personally like but I, there's just a lot of times that eating is really complicated for me because I don't feel very good mm-hmm. and toast is like what's left to me yes and in a lot of places I just want some toast <laughs> and you can't get that from like room service <laughs> no nobody will bring me toast. it feels simple so I don't understand mm-hmm. why but <laughs> <laughs> that was also one of my favorite things about working from home is I didn't have to decide before I left for work in the morning what I was going to be able to eat for the day and then get surprised by my stomach later when I was like, absolutely not. You're that. not eating that. Like, I'd be here so I could pick out whatever I wanted, mm-hmm. which was cool. Um, I'm so excited about this because I learned a lot about Elton John this week. And I just think he's cool. Let me tell you why I picked him, first of all. okay, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Armchair Expert, and they were talking to Ed Sheeran, one of my favorite artists. And it was really, it was a great drive home from work for me. <laughs> yes. Because I think he's so cool. And the whole conversation was really lovely. But I learned from that, and then I, I read some more about it online, that Elton John is like a huge mentor to other artists. I love that. Isn't that beautiful? Like, he he collaborates with a lot of younger people. Like, he recently collaborated with um, Ed Sheeran, but also, was it Dua Lipa? That feels right. Is that the song that's on right now that kind of, like, samples one of his old songs? I think that's what it's. think so. The song has been on one of my Spotify playlists that I picked. I think it's Dua Levi Sings With. Um, But in this article I read, I read, um, it was really fun. I'm actually probably going to read his biography. It's written by this same guy, um, Alexis Petridis. He writes for The Guardian, and he also wrote, it's called Me. Um, Okay. Elton John's biography i need to read that now uh it sounds it sounds really maybe good maybe that'll
1: happen in book club
0: yeah oh that would be fun that would be really good because i noticed a lot of the books that people brought um had a non-fiction leaning yes and i thought oh we're gonna be into that too here can feel it yes um so he um alexis wrote this article for the guardian it's called this is a very good question bob dylan um it's an elton john being interviewed by his famous fans
1: so oh, they like okay. sent in
0: questions and the guy asked them these other people's questions and he answered them. It was really fun to read. Um, he, uh, but the people, the people who is his fans who ask the questions are people that he's known and helped and supported. Oh my which God. Which is way cool. He was actually, the question that Eminem sent in was, have you used your wedding present yet? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> He sent Elton John and his husband um uh like fancy ass cock rings for their wedding present. Oh my present. god. And he was like, No, we haven't used them, but they're like in a cool box, like on a satin pillow situation. <laughs> It's just really cool to look at. And he says, I'm going to say a bad word. If you don't like it, pull your ears. He says, whenever he calls Eminem, and just thinking about Elton John calling Eminem on the phone. (laughs) I guess he calls him up a couple times a year to just chat. And he's like, how you doing, you old cunt? (laughs) And he's like, actually, Justin Timberlake says that, too. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was my favorite. Oh, my God. What a cool. Eminem talks to him on the phone. I am so jealous. If he wasn't already the coolest person in the world to know, like, the, the people that he communicates with. i just, Ooh, how cool is that? So cool. Um. So this is from the article. I wanted to read this part. There are lots of reasons why Elton John has earned national treasure status. Most obviously, his ability to write songs that have become a part of the fabric of life. Uh, but high on the list is that it's hard to think of another member of the rock aristocracy blessed with such a self-deprecating sense of humor. Or such a keen sense that from the moment he set foot on the stage at the L.A. Troubadour in 1970, a gig that that transformed him into a star, his life has been completely ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, He talked a lot about the danger of losing touch with who he really was, a gifted but shy, music-obsessed boy from a council house in Pinner, um, which is uh, in London. But listening to him... That was what he sounded like. Someone who, for all of his talent, couldn't quite believe the way it had all turned out. Are you obsessed with him now? I'm so obsessed with him. <laughs> right? So obsessed uh, with him now. He is so cool. Um, I feel like I need to say all of these cool things about him. Because as I was looking up, like, how do fans feel about meeting Elton John? A lot of people said he wasn't very nice. Oh, no. And what most people say is he's shy. I understand like, that. He goes out to like local bars. Yeah. Um, so he's obviously not hating other people. Right. Um, but when people come up to you and act like, you changed my whole life. What do you even do? I don't. Again, I right. don't know how to handle compliments. So I right. get that. So yes. I just want everybody to know Elton John doesn't hate you, but he does not understand why he's so famous. Like he knows he's very talented, but the whole concept of fame and people imagining that you're something that you aren't or something like that is is complicated. For sure. And For he's, sure. And and I'm sure at certain points, a little productive of his privacy because so much of his life is public. Right. So I just want you guys to know he's a really good person. Um, and uh has uh, been a huge influence to Ed Sheeran. He talked about, do you love Ed Sheeran as I, much as I, I, do. I do? I
1: love Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It's one of those like guilty pleasures that I don't always bring up, but I do
0: very much enjoy Ed Sheeran. He reminds me a lot of my brother, Matt. I can see that. <laughs> you yes. it? Uh, they just um and listening to him in his interview, I was like, oh my gosh, they could be best friends. Oh. Um, my brother Matt also was a, a huge um fan of music and acoustic music. And when he was learning to play the guitar um when we were in junior high and high school, um yeah, I was one of the people he followed around playing the guitar too, so he could practice. Aww. And I remember Um, when he was learning how to play the guitar standing up because you know you learn sitting down right and he was trying to learn how to play um, like with a strap standing up I never thought
1: of the difference between them right
0: (laughs) and he was following me around our house and I'm like I think I was doing laundry because I was all the way to the back of the house to the front of the house and he was following me around with his guitar singing songs to me and everyone's like what's going on and he's like I gotta learn how to do this standing up um but i think that and sharon when you listen to our podcast that's totally happening um i have a friend that you would really like yes (laughs) i think you guys should hang out um uh geez like i said tangents for days it's fine so um Ed Sheeran was talking about, like, when you meet different famous people or people in the industry, because he has helped um, people younger than him or people newer to the business than him come up in the same way. Um, especially, like, uh, he talked a lot about Sean Mendez. Okay. Who's a darling. Just adorable. And he, the way he talked about him was, like, Sean is not, like... Uh, a smaller artist than me he's my peer right and so even though there were a thing people people i may have introduced him to or whatever like we're peers mm-hmm. it was just so incredibly respectful and cool um but he um he and elton john have met and talked with a lot with each other this christmas they did a christmas song together oh i don't my know if you've God, been seeing no, that I need yeah. to find you it. you need now. to get that it's cute as hell um but just talking about what a cool influence he was and his aids foundation that has made bajillions of dollars to support um, AIDS research and love people with that. AIDS. He is—it's one of the biggest parties at the um, at the Oscars. Okay, is the Elton John's AIDS Foundation party? And it I makes, love that. It makes tons tons of money to support people with AIDS. Um, he started it because two of his really dear friends, um, one of them being uh, Freddie Mercury, passed away from AIDS. Yes, um, and he's obviously a gay man. Right. Um, so it's it's not only. Um, affected his relationships with those two people, but it's it's it affects his life and a right. lot of people that he knows and loves. So the, all those things are incredibly significant to him. He's done a lot of really of really amazingly good things. Um, so here is the weird shit he likes to have in his Yay. dressing room. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Let's do it. Um, this is actually a redditor posted this picture. Oh my of the God. shopping list they were sent to the grocery store with for stuff for Elton John's dressing room. I'm gonna look closely at this for a second. Cause... It is in a. It's in two different languages. I think one of them is German. Holy shit! Like somebody, whoever was writing it, knows <laughs> more than English, which is such a. <laughs> That's amazing. I want to have that. Yeah. And it's- difficult listeners difficult? who may not be from the united states uh here here in the united states you learn one language in school you learn english if you um are lucky to end up in like an immersion program you can learn a little bit of another language but we all just speak the one and in almost every other country i've ever heard of most people are at least bilingual at least bilingual well then like it's starting to happen more now they have those immersion programs that wasn't mm-hmm. a thing it wasn't when for us. we went to school and um i feel incredibly cheated Oh, yeah. And 100%. I probably took six years of Spanish classes in it school, has not so it suck. wasn't enough. <laughs> well, it's not enough. Um, so some of the things on this grocery store list, uh, he likes the NaturaL Kleenex. Okay. In case you're wanting, wondering, uh, Earl Grey and English breakfast tea. My preference is English breakfast. I'm not a huge Earl Grey fan. I love Earl Grey. You do? Mm-hmm. Have you had the London Fog at Starbucks?
1: No. It's, do I need
0: to? It's an Earl Grey latte. I need this.
1: Have you ever had Lady Grey? We're going on a tangent again. No, what's that? It's from the same people. And it's just got
0: like a different flavor to it. It's more citrus inspired. It's so good. Oh, that sounds refreshing. I'll bring you some next time. That sounds wonderful. I've always just had English breakfast tea. It's what I started drinking when we were in England. I'm so fancy. You are so fancy. Um, It's my most favorite tea. And I don't know, coffee makes me want to die inside. Like, my body just doesn't agree with it, and it loves tea. Mine doesn't love coffee, but my brain does. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the brain must win. Um, I think that uh, the brand is pronounced Twinings, twinings? but I want to say Twinnings every single time it. I read it. Yep. Um, that's the brand he likes. He also has mint tea, which I find to be, like, all I want when I'm really congested. I love a mint, good mint tea. tea. I love that. Um... Solo cups again. I guess that's that's the leftover partiers are really yes. nice. solo cups. Uh, something in German. Rice cakes. Oh. Just a bunch of different treats. Um, sugar-free jello, strawberry jelly, pretzels. Um, this one's just things you could get at the grocery store. That's what our shopping list is. Paper napkins. Um, I just thought it was really cool that the person who went shopping for Elton John got to... I love it. Take the little shopping list of the and just like check it sure, off. <laughs> and little does the
1: person know, checking her out, that all of this stuff is going to Elton John.
0: It says at the top, Elton John, two July. But did so. like the
1: person checking her out at the grocery store know? Oh, I don't like, know. You're
0: you're bagging up the you're food, that's, thing going, that's to going to Elton, Elton John. John. That's really cool. <laughs> you didn't even know it, right? That's way cool. Um, a uh, uh, publication in Brazil. Talked a little bit about his writer when he was down there. I think it might have been on his um, his last. He had like a three year long farewell tour. It might have been for that. Um, But they were doing like we're so flabbergasted, like a a really dramatic article. (laughs) Um, He asked for separate accommodations at the five star um, Arrow minus hotel um for his fancy glasses. Oh my god. You know how he is with the yes. fancy glasses. He has so many so it has they had to be kept at a good temperature to preserve them. Okay. And people thought that was really dramatic and I thought well it's probably like thousands of dollars worth of fancy <laughs> probably. glasses probably actually that are like iconic for his face. Exactly. It again doesn't seem outrageous to me. No. I didn't think it was crazy. He keeps his dressing room at 60 degrees in the summer, 70 degrees in the winter. Now oh, that's a little cold. Um, it's a little cold. Seth Taylor will be stoked about it. I would hate that. We keep our house at 69 degrees most of the time. Because nice. if the house is at a temperature that starts at the number bigger than a six, it's really difficult for Seth to have a comfortable day. Oh. He's one of those furnace people. In fact, I make fun of him sometimes. If you snuggle Seth, so you should snuggle Seth sometime. <laughs> it is like he has, like, Iron Man's arc reactor in his chest. He You really? can, like, feel heat coming at you. Oh my God. I'm like, how are you living life? How does this <laughs> it's work? It's really warm in here. That sounds miserable. So I guess I can understand. If I get cold in a room and Seth and Walter come in instantly hot mm. and I have to turn the TV up because they're very loud. Yes. I'm yes, one of those yes, yes. weird people who watches TV at like 10, 10 or 15 volume. I don't know why.
1: Is that loud or quiet? Because, Real quiet. Uh, okay. No, I... Brian thinks I'm weird sometimes when he comes and walks in from playing games or doing something because you can barely hear the words yeah. on the TV, and it's just relaxing. Mm-hmm. It's, if I'm if I'm watching something that I already have seen it before and I just want background noise, I don't want it loud. I don't want to get yelled at. No. Well, and even with music in my car, we were driving somewhere the other day. He was like, "Blast that music," and I was like, "Turn it up a couple of notches." He's like, <clears> "That's."
0: That's so quiet. Oh, I will listen to music very loud.
1: I will if I'm in the right mood for it. Sure, But sure. also loud noises just give
0: me anxiety sometimes, which is weird that I enjoy concerts so much. <sighs> Same. Yeah. Concerts, um, I think the reason I love concerts so much is, what's the word for it? If you're Mormon, it's the Holy Ghost. Um <laughs> that still small voice that elevated emotion Yeah, i think is what they call it um something and and i read this book called the world in four songs and it talks a little bit about it um but like the the chemicals that you get from singing or listening to music together as people are just so delicious to your brain um so i always think of maybe it's because of the book i can't remember what they what their example is but when you sing at the seventh inning stretch during a baseball game yeah do do you see baseball games yeah um and we all sing a song together. It's just like, take me out to the Ball Game" or Sweet Caroline or something. And it just feels really wonderful. And then we all sit down and we don't know why we feel so good. But it's because of that beautiful moment yeah, right there. Those elevated emotions. Mm-hmm. And going to concerts feels like that to me. Like when we're all like, we fucking love this song together okay. at the same time. We all Ugh. know the words. We're all screaming it them. It feels so good. Yes. Like I could live off that for days afterwards. Absolutely. It's such a delicious feeling. Um, thanks Elton John, for being one of the people who gives that to us. It's true. So look at this. This is a printout of an actual writer that somebody um, posted on the internet, like the real paperwork that it's they would cra- send to the venue. It's crazy to look at. I was looking at a bunch of those. It it's looks so like weird. it has been, um, Xerox copied and then put into one of those folders with the, with the tabs at the top. So yep. it sticks in. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, but he has a couple of things that I really like. One part of his technical writer is that, um, nobody is allowed to abuse their authority where he is so um he's not accustomed they don't wear their passes so you shouldn't be mean to him that part's not cool i didn't mean to read that um the tour reserves the right to remove from the premises um anybody security house staff whatever if they're abusing the their authority or using excessive violence to members of the general public Good. So Elton John's like, you can't be like that around me. My tour will be a safe place. I respect that so much. Right. right? I've recently heard a lot of different stories about incidences at oh, who's that artist who it just happened at his concert and I think he's had a history of it. Doesn't I don't know, I can't remember people's names ever. No, I can't remember. Um, but you can get into really dangerous situations if there's no appropriate crowd control at these that, events. Yes. And people die. Yes. It can be dangerous so fast and suddenly you're being crushed and no one no one knows it's even happening. Mm-hmm. And that's terrifying. I've been to so many concerts where I'm pushed right up against the barrier at the front mm-hmm. and it never even crossed my mind that it could get that dangerous. It
1: actually, there was one concert that I went to that scared me so much that now I sit in the back. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and I still enjoy the music, and I just make sure that I am in the back of the crowd.
0: Yeah. because there was, Which is harder for us, because then you can't see very well. Then you well. can't
1: see, which is kind of a bummer. We went to Seattle to go see The Midnight, mm-hmm. who I love and you should listen to. They make my soul, heart, everything happy. Oh. They are wonderful. But we went there, and the best thing for me was they had two floors.
0: And oh, you, could you could go down
1: f- and sit on the floor and be part of that crowd. Or you could be like me, who can never see anything. Sit upstairs in this balcony area that had chairs that were tiered. They mm-hmm. just went up. I could
0: see everything. I love that, and it not have to so be nice. in the armpit in, oven. The armpit. <laughs> oven. <laughs> I would go. I mostly went to concerts with my brother, and he would stand behind me and put his arms on the barrier in front of me oh, to that's like nice. keep me safe. So yeah. that's probably why I never felt that danger. Because I never did danger. have that.
1: I I always just kind of went, and there yeah. was there was one time where i was pressed up against it and i was stuck and i was not getting anywhere because i'm small nobody's, nobody's going to see, gonna see me or hear me obviously yeah so that after that i have sat in the back Absolutely. and i still enjoy the live music i still enjoy the the atmosphere but i just
0: i'm old and scared now <laughs> old and scared <laughs> when i turned 21 and got to go to usually that's what the balcony is at venues around in salt lake mm-hmm. um it's where the drink the alcohol is. Exactly. And I could get a pass and go up there. And I was like, this is great. <laughs> it was the best thing.
1: There was one there was one show that I went to where I was still Mormon, so I couldn't drink the alcohol. Oh, I wasn't drinking that either. Yeah. I just got the bracelet. But yeah. just like being able to go up
0: and breathe and like uh-huh. look over the railing so nice. It was really great. You mm-hmm. can see so well. I remember I just had like a flashback memory of um, going to my chemical rom- romance concert at the venue mm-hmm. and Gerard Wade and I had the same hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've had a couple of stages in my life where I've had like cherry cola, violet red hair. Okay. Yep. And I have like violet red, just like a couple inches past my chin. Hair with swoopy side part bangs. I think you had that in
1: some pictures that I looked at that I'm scanning for my family. And it was your graduation.
0: Oh, <laughs> <Well>, yeah, probably. <laughs> but um, I was uh, standing up there looking down at myself, basically. Just like, we look so good. Oh, my God. Me and John, we have the same hair. Oh. That was pretty great. <laughs> oh, I love concerts so much. They're the best. You know, they're not Seth's most favorite thing. And uh-huh. he'll go to them if I don't have anyone to go with. But he's been telling me like you need to meet concert friends, so I don't have to do this. You can't see me; I'm raising my hand. Do it. I mean, <laughs> this does entail some places that are a little less hardcore than what you're used to. Um, I'm okay with that. You are good because <laughs> <laughs> I I like all of the things. Same. I don't know a lot about um metal music. It's never been something that someone close to me has been into. So I just mm-hmm. haven't been exposed to it very much. But since um that's what everybody talks about in that group chat all the time, I guess I better learn. It's I pick and choose
1: what I enjoy. Yeah. Um, And that's fine. It's good. We should go. Someone needs to go see Carly Rae Jepsen with me if she ever comes back. That's my my request.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'll call you maybe so fucking loud. Yes. We should do that at karaoke night. We should do that at karaoke night. Just Carly Rae Jepsen and uh, Celine Dion. Yes. (laughs) Roland
1: has to be there for Celine Dion. Roland, if you're not listening, I will also
0: play the speakers there because you live with Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Be <laughs> <He's> so good. <laughs> um. Say, oh yeah. So Elton John makes sure things like that don't happen at his at his shows, which I think is really really cool. Um. And then he talks about the stuff that he needs in his room. He needs a runner. And okay. this is a really common thing. Have you heard about the runners? Like, if I have people ever named- who go get something for yeah, you. they just go and get shit for you. I really, really love that. Mm-hmm. So, um, they have to provide two runners with cars that have to be available throughout the day and have local knowledge of the area.
1: Can I tell you, I kind of want to be a runner. You do? I do. I think it would be fun to just be like hanging around and. Just because you get yeah. to spend time there, it's not like you're always going to get stuff. And it's so not get like, to just like it hurts like my around. feelings
0: to pick up somebody else's coffee. No, I I I'm care. fine with that. And then I'll just go pick me up one up, like while I'm there, right? Totally and just like I had the same coffee as Taylor Swift today. It was bomb as hell. Exactly. That sounds great. He usually puts it in his hospitality room. Um, he has to have three, um, dressing facilities. Probably because he has a lot of outfit changes. That's fair. He does. He's got a big costume change situation going on. So um, the room has to comfortably hold 10 people. These um, people end up with massive entourages. And that's another thing that I've heard Ed Sheeran talk about, how incredibly lonely a tour can become. That makes sense. Because you're just city after city after city, show, 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 huge adrenaline highs, then you're alone on a bus or a plane. Um, So I imagine if you can take people you love with you, that would who, be nice. Who keep you grounded and steady and help you when you're exhausted. Like, yeah, like that would just be really meaningful. So I think that's cool. Um I think Madonna has, like, 200 people. That might be more That's than I... That's a little excessive. That's more than I choose. I don't even know I have 200 friends, to be totally honest. I know I don't. I, I think I... um I'm one of those people who has... Follows more people than they have followers on Instagram. Yep. <laughs> so yep, yep, yep. I don't know if I could pick 200 people that would want to spend that much time with me. <laughs> right. It could be complicated. <laughs> Maybe if I was famous as Madonna, they'd all be Maybe. into it, though. Um, uh, just... He talks about what kind of um power supply he needs. Okay. Uh, And I think that that's probably because a lot of the appliances he travels with have different um, plugs than the places that he goes. Um, Why is that not universal? It should be. Why are we all using different outlets? Drives me absolutely crazy. We have one of those little attachments. That can, you can plug in anywhere and plug your stuff into. Yeah, we in do too. too. But yeah. you can only plug in like two things to it. Exactly. And when we get to the hotel at night, I want to charge my watch and my phone. And Seth's got a wash. And we're probably going to charge the portable battery and then mm-hmm. maybe his Switch. His Switch, yeah. Or the iPad or my headphones. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit needs to charge. Yes. I need <laughs> and more then I have too. to move it into the bathroom so I can do my hair in the exactly. morning. <laughs> exactly. Like I mean, we, need, we need more of those. I'll put that on the shopping list. That's smart. I should too. <laughs> Because there's nowhere I don't want to go. Right. So I guess I better get used to accommodating myself with the electrical system that is currently present. Oh, he has to have um, access to a shower, toilet, washing facilities with hot and cold running water. It's interesting that they have to specify. I wonder if some venues just don't have I a lot of I wonder if that's the case because I saw that
1: in basically every single one that I was looking at, which was surprising yeah. to me. I just kind of figured that was a given.
0: Right. I'm sure they, they're in there because you assumed you'd have hot water and got there and there wasn't any and it really messed up your day. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> you know, so now they specify all of those things. Clean towels. Um, really interested in keeping things clean and at a good temperature all the time. Sixty in the summer, seventy in the winter. and I think that might have a lot to do with his voice. I could see that because um again, you, you can't get sick if right. you're if you're a performer, especially a vocalist, like you're you can it's difficult to sing when you're sick. you can't do it, it really is. You, don't, you don't sound great. no, and um, the temperature can really affect different things. I have asthma,, um, which so I don't know if this is universally true. <laughs> <laughs> but when I walk outside into really, really cold air, Instantly, I'm like, "There's no oxygen here." I have that happen all the <laughs> is, time. Is that normal? I don't know if that. maybe I have asthma. Who you
1: knows?
0: <laughs> but <laughs> but that's it's like the oh, thing. I can't breathe. This. This mm-hmm. is too cold. <laughs> and it, it's, it, it hurts. hurts. It's painful. Um, it, I, when I see people jogging in the winter time, I have I no don't idea understand how they're breathing. That. Feels like it must be just ice cutting into their bodies. Because I I am a runner. I do like running. That's right. That's right. Um,
1: but I won't do. We have like a winter race circuit around here. I won't touch it because it does hurt so bad. It so I have painful. to run on the treadmill, which I hate in the winter time. Because you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not going
0: to run because it sucks. I want to get... We have a treadmill that I used to use really consistently, but I have weird feet. Oh. And um, I don't know why this... We'll talk about it, I'm sure. It'll come up in conversations. My body's a bit of a lemon, just in general. Kind of like um, uh, you bought a car and it has just a weird problem that affects a lot of things and nobody can fix it. That's just sort of the situation. It's not that sad. It's sad sometimes. Chronic illness is complicated. Um, Most of the time, it's just the way my life is, so I'm not super sure. How it's different. What's ironic to me is that I never thought of myself as an unhealthy person. Like, ever. Yeah. And now when I talk to people, um, they'll be like, no, you were sick a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Like, this was. Are you sure? You were different than me? Yeah. So, I guess it's always been true. And I just didn't know about it till Aww. I was in my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> the things we learned. Right? Um, um. So, I don't use the treadmill because my feet hurt a lot. And mm-hmm. I want to get a stationary bike for two reasons. One, I just feel like it's really good for you mentally. To do regular exercise. It definitely And is. when I don't work from home, I don't take Walter for very many walks. And yes. to me, walking is like the perfect mental exercise. I feel like it's so, so grounding and good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to go for a walk after work when it's dark. No, absolutely not. So I want to get a stationary bike because I will get that regular feeling of moving your body mm-hmm. and doing something nice for your mind. But I was like, i could probably read because I don't have to stand up. So exactly. I won't like fall off the treadmill because yeah, I can't read on the treadmill I will die no, I will also die but on a stationary bike I feel like I could read my Kindle you definitely could <laughs> you so. definitely could so that's very cool I'd oh. like to do that <laughs> that'll be fun um, plugging things in locker room temperatures oh um, here are a couple just interesting things he likes to have six foot sofa probably for the nap I probably don't know. for the nap love seats I don't know why Just cozy I guess <laughs> Easy chairs, chairs, table lamps, floor lamps, coffee table. Just make it a comfortable room for me, exactly. I think is what those things are saying. Um, Six-foot banquet taver, tables covered with linen tablecloths. This, I'm assuming, is because he buys those party subs. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> what else would you do with you it? You can't do anything else. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, large green plants. Love it. Uh-huh. And then large arrangements of colorful flowers. No chrysanthemums, lilies, carnations, or daisies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of people say no carnations. Um, Katy Perry said no uh, carnations. So I
1: actually read that about Katy Perry. She did say no carnations.
0: I mean, they're not my most favorite flower, but I just feel really bad about saying none of this in my list. Like, what if they heard me? Right. And all the carnations were like, oh, little doesn't like us. Oh. It would be really sad. I wouldn't. I have
1: this irrational thing where I can't hurt things feelings either. Yes.
0: Right. Yeah um so those are the cool things about elton john i guess i went on and on about him for a while but i learned some really endearing wonderful things about him and i just wanted to tell everybody i love him even more now than i did before right um one of his most famous songs i saw a ranking on wikipedia like the ones that people like the most is your song and um every time i think of that song i get such cozy feelings inside. Yes. I have never wanted anything more um, besides magical powers than (laughs) for someone to write a song about me. I would love that. I can't think of anything more flattering. Yeah. uh, Just... What what a beautiful gift mm-hmm. that is to hear a song about yourself. Like I just I mean, I guess there are some times when you don't want it because they say <laughs> mean things about you. <laughs> That's true too. But a song about somebody who loves somebody who loves you writes a song about you. Oh, that just sounds really sweet to it me. It does sound so sweet. And, um, and it's such a, it is in the same way that that article said he had that self-deprecating humor, like the lyrics in that song. And he has a, a person he's collaborated with through almost his entire career who he writes with. So I'm not sure who's responsible for those lyrics, but, um, the point, like, it might be simple. Like he just talks about it like it's whatever. It's not that it's not a huge deal. But I wrote you this song. It's for you.
1: It's uh, so endearing it and is. sweet. and
0: lovely. It is, and to to know that the person who does that can also jump off of a piano and platform rhinestone boots. It's like, fucking blows my mind. Yes, well, cool guy. Amazing. And I haven't seen Rocket Man, but now I'm gonna read his. I'm gonna read his. Um, biography and watch rocket man maybe biopic. we should make that a book club activity where we read the book and then watch oh it. i would really like that i think that be would really be super fun. fun what i'm learning from i like to watch documentaries a lot mm-hmm. and sometimes filmmakers are in documentaries about films right makes sense yeah they call what i've always called a biopic like a bio <laughs> pick uh-huh <laughs> apparently it's a biopic oh oh because it is this is, I feel so stupid. Oh, no. It's a view of your life from a second person. Okay. So a biopic is a second person's view.
1: Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, I was like, that is not what I thought it was. I feel so dumb. Right?
0: Because they were like, it's a myopic because he's telling it from his own point of view. And I was like, whoa. Oh, I did not know that was how, did not know that that's how that went. I did not know. Google rabbit hole, blushing cheeks later, I realized that I didn't know what biopic meant so well that makes two of us because i just learned something new today i mean one thing i do love is vocabulary so it was half good half uh, because i can't even recall the amount of times i've said biopic yeah in conversations with people who call them films instead of movies yes so now i'm just like jesus oh my (laughs) god you really messed that up (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to sound cool and i did not score
1: it happens to the best of us, unfortunately. <laughs> but I feel so dumb right now.
0: Right. And I don't think we should because no, biopic
1: also means that. Right. Like it is a biopic. It is a biopic. But that's not what it It's was. a biopic and a biopic.
0: It's right? both. Right. It it's is both legitimately both. <laughs> so I was like, Oh my god. That's what I learned. Um we did talk about Telling each other what would be on our celebrity did. writers. Did you? Write I came some up stuff? with
1: some lists. Okay, give it to me. So can I tell you that once again, Jimmy caught caught me. Yeah. Before I even read that about him, when I was thinking about this, chips and salsa was one hundred percent going to be. I will eat chips and salsa for meals. Oh. I don't care. I love chips and salsa. Oh, chips and salsa,
0: and that would be like my comfort food yeah like i need that, that would not make me feel like Ugh, before i had to perform exactly I could, I could like gorge myself on it and still still go feel to my job. fine
1: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like it's the yeah. perfect food the perfect snack i want it oh, i need God. that like food wise i would want peanut butter m ms okay okay i love peanut butter m ms i would also like movie theater popcorn available to me i have a lot of snacks mm-hmm. that i would <laughs> just love to have um I need Coke Zero, not Diet Coke, not regular Coke. It has to be Coke Zero. <laughs> and it makes me really sad because now I'd have to settle with the new formula of Coke Zero. But if somebody could find it for me, I want the previous version of Coke Zero. Do you
0: like Cherry Coke Zero? I do. That's in the drink fridge right now.
1: Why did I get Mountain Dew instead of that? Well, because it's that weird ginger snap. That's true, it one is to snap. I did. Um, yeah, I love Coke Zero so much. i need that. I would want... Um, See, I would want to unwind with like a gin and tonic. So make gin and tonic available to me with fresh limes. Okay, yeah. Other than that, I can't think of food, but I am going to need a cuddly blanket. Mm -hmm. I would need a recliner. I would also want a couch to take a nap. Not that I take naps, but sometimes I just want to like recline and close my eyes. Mm -hmm. I like it. And then my most outrageous thing that I think I would do, Mm -hmm. and this is so a weird thing. I would want to have, like, if it's somewhere where this could happen, a pet adoption center come in and just bring all the pets and animals for a day of hanging out. One of the Jonas Brothers has, like, six puppies on his list.
0: And it's only ever happened one time.
1: I would love for it to happen and then come have, like, an adoption event. Maybe somebody finds their best friend.
0: That's really lovely. I want
1: that. And it would just be so nice if you're, like... Away and on the road to have all these animals here all the time and just like play with them and like at least get them out of the shelter for a day to go have some fun. That's sweet. That would be my like big ask item. Otherwise, I just want books and blankets and chairs and chips and salsa. (laughs) Excellent. That's really good. I like yours. I don't know if like, I don't know. It seems boring. I, but I'm not famous. So I don't know what, I don't know what to ask for. I don't think it seems boring. I also would ask for things to be on time again him. jimmy got me on that one
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i love for all things to be agreed on beforehand i don't want any controversy controversy i don't want people to argue i don't want anyone to get mad at me i don't want to get mad if i show up and it's not there mm-hmm. so i would be uh incredibly thorough with whoever's in charge of me that's with fair all of these expectations yes. because i don't i don't want it to be a thing after that would make me very uncomfortable i wouldn't be able to be good at my job right so i'm um a big part of mine would just be like the I'm communicating everything incredibly clearly. Yes, and you've agreed you'll do it all, and it's fine, and everybody knows before I show up, so nothing, no one will be mean to me because <laughs> I can't I like this. I can't deal with that kind of confrontation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, so that was a big part of of what I was thinking. Like, what's going to make me the most comfortable so that I can go out and um do a show worth uh I don't know. Most concerts are getting pretty expensive now, right? So I want it to be worth their while. Exactly whatever it is I'm going to do, I want I want them to like it. <laughs> I want hope so. I want to do a good job. Um, so so that was an important one to me. I would like for my food. We both had movie theater popcorn. Yes. I'm going to need layered butter. Yes, popcorn, exactly. Popcorn butter, popcorn butter. That's, That's how I need it. There is no other way to have movie theater popcorn. Yes. Um, I really love movie theater popcorn. I like the smell of it. I like the comfort of it. I might even eat a handful of it, but I still want it to be there. I still want there. it to be there. Yes. Because uh, it's really, really good. Um Seth asked me if I would want to have Walter there all the time. I don't think Walter would like it, and that would be sad. Yeah, and he's so large. Yes. Walter's um 120 pounds of the best dog in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but he's incredibly needy and um very insecure about people leaving him behind because we did adopt him from the shelter. And I think what would make him the most happy is to just have a nanny here at home he loves. I have a feeling that would probably be the case. We leave him here right now with um, with our nephew, and he really, really loves... Um, land in a lot Aww. and feel safe so when we come home he's not sad he's a little mad that we were gone that long right. so when we leave for work the next day he's very suspicious not <laughs> pleased um but he he gets used to it again but I know okay. that he's happy and safe so I think I don't think Walter would come along I wouldn't mind if somebody was there to snuggle though right uh, I didn't I hadn't thought of other dog options I, I did i that was a big thing That's pretty cool I like that one um I would like. <laughs> This one's really important to me. Okay. And also embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's part of what we considered when we built our house because okay. it's that important to me. I can't be going to the bathroom where other people can hear me go. <gasps> okay. Okay. I need a private bathroom. <laughs> I need, require a nah. private bathroom. We have... um uh two bathrooms in our house that are for everybody to use and there's one upstairs one downstairs and we tell people when they come over like if you don't if you want to use the other one that's farther away from people you're totally welcome to it's right here i love that just in case you don't need to be heard in the bathroom sometimes you just don't want that for me that's all the time some people are really comfortable with all those things and i'm so i'm so happy for them i wish i was out of my head people make sounds they just have bodies it's totally fine i'm not i'm not that evolved I'm not either. So I need I need my own private soundproof bathroom. Nobody else can use it because I want it to be available to me mm-hmm. whenever because I do have emotional uh, digestive problems. Mm-hmm. If I get stressed out, I don't know what's going to happen. I have that as well. So I want to have my own bathroom. <laughs> it's fair. It's just all... It's for me. It's for the team. It's for all of it's us. It's for everybody. We're it all gonna be everybody's life better. Lighter. I... I hate this so much. I work with one lady who is so wonderful, but we'll talk to you every time you're in the bathroom together. And she looks at your shoes so she knows who it is. No, no, I hate this. So she'll be like, oh, I see your shoes, Liz. Blah, blah, blah. Something about Mm -mm. us and whatever. Mm -mm. And I'm like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Nope. I hate that moment so much. Um, And she's an incredible person. I don't know why she's doing that. So uh Oh that just gave me anxiety thinking. Yes. About that. <laughs> it is really upsetting. Oh my that, god. My number one most favorite thing, without a doubt, of working from home is not having to worry about any of that stuff because mm-hmm. it's my house and nobody nobody can do anything about it. I even avoid eye contact coming. Out
1: of the bathroom. Like, I i don't care if I know you. I'm not going to say hi to you as soon as I'm walking out of the bathroom. If
0: I hear you come in, I wait until you're in your stall. Before I come out. And then I bail and get out as fast as possible. Same. So that you can't catch me in yes. there. Even though it's not about, like, everybody goes to the bathroom. I don't care if people no. know I go to the bathroom. I just can't have a conversation I, in there. Well, and I just, yeah, I feel too
1: vulnerable yeah, in there. Enough. Don't expect me to. Can't do it. No.
0: Can't not do it. You know what I think it might stem from, now that I know we're in the same situation. When we when we started our periods, there wasn't we were so young, there wasn't even a tiny trash can in the bathroom. Right. And when you start to have that experience where the other little kids in the in the bathroom don't even know what a tampon is and you're yep. sneaking them around mm-hmm. and then sneaking stuff out to the trash can. Yeah. You get messed up. You sure do. That, you, know, you have weird bathroom issues after that. That makes more
1: sense. I that didn't sound, like connect that together, but
0: yep. I feel like that's when it started. The sound of um Like ripping the sticky pad coming off of your panties or out of the out Mm of the packaging, and people around you think maybe you're eating a candy bar because they haven't even had the sex video yet in fifth grade. (laughs) Like it's so traumatizing. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) I barely understood what was happening to me. It's not like I could explain it to other nine year olds. No, there was no way I was explaining it to my fourth grade classroom. It was horrifying. Okay. terrifying. That's it. I just discovered it. Now I know why we're this so is why. weird in the bathroom. <laughs> it's been like this for a really long time yes. and now I get it. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> this podcast really has made a few things click for me now. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Oh god. Therapy in public. I didn't think that's what I was doing.
1: <laughs> hey, it works. I'll <laughs> take it. It is what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the good with the bad. Right?
1: Exactly. Balance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Uh, what else did I want out my celebrity writer? I... I didn't write it down on my list because people are really big assholes about it. And it makes me like Mm self-conscious. I really like soda. Yes. Um, Regionally, you may call this pop. Soda pop. Soda pop. My dad does occasionally refer to all sodas as Coke. I have heard that before. He says, you want to go get a Coke? And then he says, what kind? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's a Coke. Um, I really like soda. And not a lot of people seem to have a a pretty um, uh, judgmental opinion about soda and eh, that shouldn't be that way that's your that's your deal cool mm-hmm. i'll let you decide what you put in your body but my favorite kind of soda is fountain drinks so oh my god it's my most favorite kind and we have the drink fridge in the game room but yeah. what i would really love what we to put a kitchenette down there and have like a little soda machine that so would can, be so cool <laughs> so we can have fountain soda it's my most favorite kind it's the perfect carbonation level for mm-hmm. me the perfect amount of bubbles well, you can you can What's the word I'm looking for? Dial in the amount of syrup that you're putting in. Yeah, you totally can. So you can get the flavor right on it. And um, I would definitely get the pebble ice one like at Maverick. Oh, yes. Does everybody have Maverick? Maverick is a gas station. It might be and, local. And um, it has two different ice options at the fountain drinks. One's just regular and the other one is pebble ice. It's about like a dime if it was a, if it was a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a sphere. A dime if it was a sphere. <laughs> um, it's the perfect size pebble ice. I love it. And that's my favorite kind of drink. So I would want fountain soda.
1: Mm-hmm. With
0: Mount, pebble ice. With pebble ice. Um, a kind of Mountain Dew or Dr. Pepper. Okay. I'm into lots of different kinds of flavors, but those mm-hmm. are different. those are my two favorite kinds of soda. Um, so I would like that. that. I really like that. Our high school choir amazing. teacher would not be a fan of that because I, she told us we couldn't drink soda before our performance. I remember that. Why do I assume in this situation I'm singing? What? I mean, you don't have to be. That's not my job. No. <laughs> We're,
1: we'll be talking one day is what's going to happen, and that's fine. Hopefully. Yeah. And if I
0: start to sink at some point, everything's over. Oh, my so God. let's not do that. No. Okay, so the is fine. Nobody even cares. Yeah, no. I can just turn away from the mic to burp. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a very burpy person, so. I'm, I'm not either. I'm not super concerned about that. Yeah. Um, And then I, I want a runner to... um go out and get me whatever my stomach tells me I can eat then
1: I I want to add that to
0: my list too There are some things that I can usually count on myself to be able to eat like toast or oatmeal like mm-hmm. just really plain plain things Yeah um but then there are other things I I've been reading about this trying to figure out why I'm like this I have like um weird food obsession moments where like this is the thing I have to eat and it's the only thing I can eat
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and um I don't know what's causing that. Just craziness, I guess. (laughs) Um, So I will have that person who can be like, go and get me KFC mashed potatoes or whatever. That's the thing I want to eat. And then I don't have to worry about being hungry and ill-prepared because there will be something that I can eat. Yes. And that will make me feel very calm. So those are the things that I wanted. I'd also like to bring people with me yeah but I don't think I need 200 like I said I would not I have big dreams of this <laughs> this is um something I've wanted and I I do not have an important job so I don't know why I think that I'm entitled to this <laughs> but I want so badly to have a personal assistant who mm-hmm. who I could just like I, I maybe it's because of this I've always wanted like a mentor at work yes who who could really like lead me and guide me and love me and help me and I would love to be that for for a personal assistant and they can help me throw parties yes Um, remember to renew the um my car registration Mm -hmm. that's really hard for me (laughs) if they didn't send me a reminder i would not know yes Mm -hmm. Uh, just just all those kinds of things help my life run smoothly and then i could be a really good employer yeah and give them like a really ridiculous christmas bonus absolutely just fun things like that and just have them be a person that we love and make part of our family like i just i really want that i'm not sure why it sounds really nice i've been um kind i've kind of had that job a little bit in the past i was a uh, I worked in an office and i did a lot of personal things for our boss um and i thought it was like the trust of that it's pretty flattering yeah maybe that's why I like it I don't know but I've always wanted a personal assistant one who likes planners as much as I do yes oh that would be really cool we can find this yeah so those are the things I would put on my writer I wasn't super exciting I'm not either but I feel like I'm pretty
1: simple like the things that i need to make me feel comfortable are pretty simple mm-hmm. if i had too much then i wouldn't be comfortable
0: yes i would feel um weird for being too imposing mm-hmm. and maybe you just have to get over that or like if i had too
1: many options i would feel bad for making somebody go get that thing
0: and i didn't even use it and then what do they do with it after i guess they could take it home or something yes but um i did read up a little bit of on a, on a, somebody asked on reddit who has this job who could answer some questions about it for me who gets the stuff of people's writers?" What do you do with all that furniture? Right. And in a lot of cases, they rent it. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Or they have like like set pieces at the venue. Okay. So they have a couch because I guess every really like six-foot couches. They have a couple six-foot couches. So one that's really plain looking because some people care about the pattern on it. Yeah. One that's leather. One's at whatever. And so they, they just have set pieces Rotate available that they can use. Depending on the requests. Okay. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I almost forgot this. This is so important to me. <laughs> Rihanna has to have a like an animal fur rug that's really clean so she can walk around barefoot. I don't. I'm not into that. I, I don't think the animal fur is a good idea. No. Uh, please don't send me mean things about that. That's my personal opinion. And um, but I would like to be able to feel safe walking in socks. Yes. Or something. So I would like to just make sure the floor is very clean. Yeah. Just yeah. in the same way that I don't want to get sick. I'd appreciate right. things being reasonably clean so we don't get sick. Yeah. At this point in my life, uh, my hypochondria, hy- hypochondri- is that how you say it? Yeah. Hypochondria uh-huh. is starting to feel a little more chill now that I'm treating my ADHD. It's oh, not good. so bad. But most of the time, uh, up until a couple months ago, I spent 32% of the day thinking about what kind of cancer I had. And I'm glad to not be in that area that's anymore. That's good. But I would still be nervous that I was getting like staph infection through my socks. So I'm going to have to add that to my right, writer. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. I think just an overall cleanliness would be. Right. Right. Included um, in mine. And then make a note to myself to stop sharing so many personal things about myself on this podcast. Oh my God. One <laughs> day we're Everybody's going to know everything about us. Oh no. It's going to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i would just like you to all remember that um we're all multifaceted it's true and there are other parts of me that are less neurotic i'm not all of me is neurotic yeah there are very chill moments i'm sure there I'm are lots sure. of chill moments with you I, obviously nobody would write it down because it was very calm yeah so um i think celebrity writers are really interesting i do too i think they say both nothing and a lot about a person True. And it helped me think a lot about um, the humanness of celebrities and the things that they ask to be around them so they're not sad or lonely or uncomfortable.
1: It kind of, reading these this week kind of forced me to think about things where people are like, this is unreasonable. And I had to take a step outside and be like, but is it really? But is it really? Because a lot of times I found myself
0: landing on the side of, no, that's not unreasonable at all. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of situations, um, we've taken a lot of, anonymity away from celebrities Mm -hmm. and they've made that choice they make bajillions of dollars in exchange for it Mm -hmm. but it probably makes them really protective of certain aspects of their life when we were getting married I knew I was going to be crazy about something but I couldn't be crazy about everything Mm -hmm. and so I decided you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna just be really nuts about the flowers the (laughs) flowers are going to be exactly the way I want them to be and then if everything else goes weird eh, I'll be okay I picked the bad one. I picked the weather, yeah, that was a really bad move, <laughs> was <a> bad move. <laughs> outdoor wedding, And I think that that's probably um kind of what it is. yeah you know, i have I have very um tight control over the snacks in this room. Mm-hmm. and there are a lot of things about what's about to happen in this performance that are out Uncontrollable. of my control. Yeah, things could go wrong. Um, and I can kind of balance accepting that when there's something that I have locked down, yes. Maybe not. So I thought about that a lot, too. Um, I'm not. Ed Sheeran's not the only person I talk about. Um, but I, I did listen to this interview, I guess, recently. You know how he performs with that loop pedal? Yeah. I guess the thing turned off in the middle oh, of the shit. show. And that's like his whole performance is based around that.
1: Oh, Because he's God. just standing
0: out there alone with this yeah. little loop thing. And he and he was like, and I was like, okay, what am I do now? And I guess he just sang an a cappella song. Oh my middle. god. I hope it was the Lord of the Rings one. That would have the, been perfect sorry, for it. Pardon me. The Hobbit one. The Hobbit It's from yes, the Hobbit. It is from the Hobbit. Uh that would have uh changed my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I mean, things happen. They do. And and you're it's out of your control. And you just have to sort it out, make the best of it, hope it turns out okay. And take the things that you can control and control yeah. them. And what you can't, hopefully you can embrace that. Mm-hmm. Lord grant me the serenity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a. There's a girl I went to school with. I went to her house, and her f- mom had that hung on the walls in like several different rooms in the house. I thought, oh, that's really nice. Now I wonder if she was like an, a recovering addict or something. Maybe. Um. Either way, I really hope it helped her. I hope so. I hope when Sometimes she put it just everywhere, it really reminder. helped. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um. Thanks for showing up, everybody. Very much appreciate. Go check out our our socials, and um, um, subscribe to our podcast on wherever you like to listen to it, and let's do this again sometime.